Hello, my name is Andre Tidwell. Welcome to Peace Talks, and I am also here with... Alex. John Sullivan. And today we have a special guest, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. On to the Peace <laughs> Talks podcast. Uh, she's a little nervous to talk into the microphone. It's okay. It's all good, though. But, John, you have a history fact for us today, I sir. do. I do indeed. Um, so, on this day in 1867... The United States took possession of Alaska. We paid Russia $7.2 million, which is less than two cents an acre. As Andre and I talked about before the podcast, imagine trying to buy Alaska today. How many billions do you think you would need? Like, many. Many billions is the answer. I don't know like exactly a strong how 10. I'd say, oh, I think it's probably closer to 100. Hey, think about all the food we get from Alaska. It currently supplies like 50% of our seafood and like 30% of our oil as a country. So, well, the point is nobody's going to be able to afford Alaska. Yeah, well, so. we're, nobody's buying yeah. Alaska. <laughs> we're just we're just spitballing here for no reason. But yeah, it was uh it was a widely unpopular decision at the time in the United States. It was known as Seaward's folly uh because Seaward was the man who brokered the negotiation. Um and uh, it was also Andrew Johnson's polar bear garden because Andrew Johnson was a widely mocked president at the time. And still, <laughs> nobody really likes that man. But anyways, um, yeah, so that's that's pretty much uh, my history fact for today. It was made the 49th state on January 3rd, 1959. So, yeah, but the, the today is when we took possession of it. Welcome, Alaska. <laughs> so, Alex, we have a play that has started this week. We do. So, WPU's production of Dracula started on Wednesday, and they have shows going on tonight at 7.30, tomorrow at 2 and 7.30, and then Sunday at 2 as well. Um, so, I think John has some... Yeah, I just got like a little a little blurb. of Dracula. Yes, uh, my good friend Lily, um, she will be Dracula herself and, and if you haven't seen the show yet please go see it she does an amazing job i have not yet so I'm, good. I'm going this weekend with my fiance we're gonna have a good time um but yeah she said uh to tell the listener that it's about victorian sexual oppression uh it has more intimacy violence and tech than any other show piece has seen and that they're making full use of the budget and uh technology and everything that they have been given to put on truly one of the best shows in William Peace history, and uh, I honestly can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's amazing. I only saw the second act because, so, so I work ticket sales, for those of you who don't know. I do, like, the house managing, so I'll be there if you come see the show. I'll be right there in the front taking your ticket. So I have to be out there until intermission, so I only saw the second half of the show, oh, yeah. but the second half was amazing, so I'm assuming the first half is just as amazing. Um, definitely a lot of blood. I'm excited. Some good smoke features going on yeah um, it was really cool definitely the costumes are awesome the technology everything's really cool um, yeah. probably one of my favorite shows that pizza's done while i have been here yeah. um, so if you haven't go see it definitely go see it you can buy tickets at wpt wpu theater uh, so that website is connected to the um, william peace university website and you can also go on their social media and it's just wpu theater and or you, you can said, buy tickets there. You said 2.30 and 7.30 tomorrow? 2 and 7.30. 2 and 7.30 yeah, tomorrow. and then 2 on Sunday. Do not miss it, people. It's going to be a hell of a show. And where is it again? 
So they the show is in Leggett, so it is the second floor in Maine. Um, it's in that's our smaller theater here on campus, so it's a really like intimate type of show. They're yeah. they're really close to you, so it's kind of cool because you feel like you're right right there involved in the show. Um, and so they've got all that tech to go with yeah. it this this time around, and like you said, smoke machines and everything. They're gonna they got the whole nine yards here. We've been almost close to selling out um, the last two nights, so definitely if and those you are want to go. Nights. Go go online and get a ticket, but we do sell tickets at the door as well. We take cash and card. Awesome. I'll be there at one of the showings this weekend. Very see excited. All right. You heard it first. Dracula, come on and see it. So in the news lately, we have seen continued uh, unfortunate China and USA basketball controversy. And LeBron had his thoughts. John, can you explain a little bit about what LeBron has said over the past week? Well, LeBron's statements were, uh, you know, I mean, they were ill-received, I think, by a large member of the public. Um, And, I mean, some people understood where he was coming from. I think you were one of those people that got more of what he was trying to say than the typical person was. But um, he, uh, you know, he talked about the financial side of Daryl Morey's tweets uh well tweet you didn't really do anything other than one tweet um and how it affected the financial side of the nba and that people are losing money because of it and he also talked about the dangerous uh side of it of the nba having games currently going on in china when daryl morey tweeted that and um how that made it a more unsafe place for the players who had to be there playing in these games that the nba had scheduled and i'm of the opinion that the NBA as a governing body just mishandled this. They kind of they kind of fumbled it a little bit. And this is the first time I think the NBA has mishandled something in a long time. I think Adam Silver has been a really good commissioner. He's been wonderful for expanding the league into places like China. But I just think this was the first time they, they kind of fumbled something in the Adam Silver era. Well, you got to think of it from also – it's also it's always going to be two sides of stuff like this, right? It's going to yeah, be the course. people that think it's right or think it's wrong. There's no middle. You can't have a middle in situations like this. Yeah. So you have to handle it with as a business. Am I going to lose money agreeing with the side that I present that I agree with, or how I really feel that I, it's going to earn me the most money? Do I just stick with that? Now the NBA has been doing what they've been doing about the social media stuff, like oh, we stand for the players, we want mm-hmm. them to speak out on issues and such and such. Yeah. But when it comes to overseas, that's a different ball game because I don't think what people understand is in the U.S. we have our stuff about the government and what goes on here, but overseas it's different. Yeah. So what we think isn't what they're going to think because of their culture, mm-hmm. and we have to understand that as people here in the U.S. that. Their culture is different from ours, and they're not going to run it the same way that we do. We may have disagreements about it, but that's just how they do it. And we can't do nothing to change it because we don't own anything over there. Yeah, no, most definitely. I think it is concerning, you know, that it's a it's a place with a billion people, and they have state-run media and everything. But, uh, you know, I mean, what, who am I to change that i'm no one to change that i can't i can't do anything about that china has a billion people and i am one so i don't think i'm gonna do anything about that but um i guess i mean 
it comes back around to like at what point are you as an organization going to limit what your employees can tweet and that kind of thing because Daryl Morey was within his rights as an American to tweet that photo and stand with I stand with China but as an NBA employee I'm not sure if he was because it it cost them money and it also put players at risk who were there in China at the time and you know I mean as an American I think he was within his rights to say I stand with China well I stand with the protesters in China and and those who I think are being marginalized but it uh as an NBA employee, he cost them money and put players at risk. So I'm surprised the NBA hasn't, as LeBron said, done more to punish him. But I also, as a person, kind of agree with his statement that he stands with Hong Kong and understands that they're protesting for a reason. So I don't know. It's it's a it's like you said. It's hard to be in the middle, and I'm I'm usually pretty much in the middle on a lot of issues. But I. Uh, this one, this one's tough. I don't know exactly where I stand at this point. Well, there's always an option. You could just stand out of the way. Yeah, that's honestly, you know what? I think I'm going to step to the left. <laughs> just, just stand over here and watch it for a little bit. Because what this shows us as, well, I hope what I hope people can get from this is you do not always have to comment on a social issue. Mm-hmm. Just because it's cool, it's trendy. If you don't have information or it's out of your realm, you do not have to say anything. Sometimes, sometimes it's better just to. Sh- like shut up and just not say anything rather than talk all the time about oh, everything yeah. and get mad about everything because everybody be just talking about things but they're not really doing much to change instead of just fluttering up the market and yeah. society with ill-advised opinions and thoughts and yeah. where does that really get you nowhere so i don't know i mean Daryl Morey's not been a particularly outspoken guy previously. He's just he's been good for the Rockets and as far as a general manager of basketball operations, he's obviously been making the right moves. They got uh Russ now and they're a contender for real at this point. And um I don't know. He could have stayed out of it, but We'll never know unless we have Daryl Morey in the studio talking to us what exactly he was thinking when he hit send on that tweet, but I mean, I guess I understand being so moved that you want to say something, but at the same time, I also understand everyone in the NBA who has said, bro, what, why, why did you do this? Because I, I get both sides of it. So I think, I think you're right. And I'm just not, I'm just going to stand to the left of this one and not really, not really pick a side. You just can watch al- it unfold. Yeah. You can always say something without actually saying anything. Yeah. So. Exactly. Actually, speak loud in words, and it works every time. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so yeah, we, I think we're good on the NBA issue there. So I think the next thing we want to talk about is that this week the F- NC State Fair opened, and it goes until next Sunday. Yeah, <sighs> fried foods galore. Do any of you plan on going to the fair? I may make an appearance. Uh, my neighbors, we just got new neighbors, and they're 22 and 23 as well. So they're exactly our age. And uh, they were talking about going because they just moved up from Florida, so they've not been to the NC State Fair before. And they asked if we would come with them since we've been a number of times. So I might go, but I tend to avoid the fair at this point. It's just uh, it's money for me to pay to go in and watch people ride unsafe rides because I'm not going to ride them myself. 
Oh, welcome. The rides are safer at the state fair than at an amusement park. Agreed. Because they have to be maintenance every time they're put up and put down. And then the rides that just sit at like Carowinds, they check them, they check them maybe once a year, maybe once every two years. And that's why you're yeah, stuck But they're more on structurally sound. These are on the back of a semi trailer, okay? They're, I don't know. They, I don't they don't, care. they don't. My, my they don't go thirty feet down into concrete. <laughs> That's why I don't my ride state is fair if rides. I'm gonna, like, if, if I'm, I'm gonna go, if, I'm gonna go having yeah, fun. If I'm dying on the rides, well, at least I'm dying having fun. Yeah, but I'm not gonna pay someone to accidentally kill me. That's I'm I mean, just not gonna I, do I'm that. I'm on the unlimited ride. I'm going tonight with um, the campus activities board on here on campus. Um, they like if you signed up and by a certain date, they are paying for everyone to go. Um, so I'm going with them tonight, and I bought a unlimited ride pass for 25 bucks because I'm going to ride all those rides. You do it. I don't ride the rides. <laughs> I, yeah, I always convince myself to do the Skywalker, but I'm not doing it this year. The Skywalker? Yeah, that's the thing that goes across the, the whole gondola. fairgrounds. No, oh. it's literally called the Skywalker. That's it's, the name It's basically of it. a gondola. It's a gondola. Ooh, that's the only a, thing I... It's a gondola. It's a, the new... Ferris wheel looks cool. Yeah, the you huge stand I will, in it. It's all right, like you know what? I'll ride a Ferris wheel. I do like the Ferris wheels. The new ones wheel. is like you can stand in it. All right, I'll do a Ferris wheel, especially because I can get some pictures from the top. So, you wait, you said stand in it? You said stand? Yeah, it's so like if you've ever been to like London or Disney like that, that you can stand and you can the like eye, walk around yes. in it. Yeah. The London Eye. Cool. Yeah, Andre, next time you're in London, check it out, bro. But, anyways, um, no, I will go. I'll probably ride the Ferris wheel. Uh, I, d I just, I mean, do it for I'm the not, Yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay someone to accidentally kill me though on like a, a swinging boat ride. <laughs> I don't just do the swinging do boat that. ride. I do the roller coasters and the upside downy ones. Yeah. But I'm mainly going for the food. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I, I like was, fair food. I was looking at like the new food items last night, and there's just one. They, I mean, a lot of them is the same as like what they always have. There's two that really disturbed me though. The red what? velvet funnel cake with okay, nacho no. cheese. No, okay, oh, that's what? disturbing. Yeah. Yes. Okay, no, no, when you said red velvet funnel cake, I was like, that was with there last year. But then cheese. with nacho cheese. <laughs> okay, no, but these what other the two. Hell? I don't. You <laughs> might have saw this, shy, but like they have pump. What is it? Gross. Pumpkin pie corn on the cob. They really tried to ruin corn on the cob. Not Wait, doing that's it. That's my thing. I don't, How do you I don't know. Is it spices or do they wrap it in pumpkin pie mixture? I'm not sure. And then the other what? thing that they have is they have deep fried olives, which is I weird. I me some olives. Me too, but the deep fried. Probably like and then the one thing that I find, like, I don't understand how they, did, how they do this, is they have a turkey leg stuffed with mac and cheese. How that's do you bizarre. even go about that? Hmm. Well, I'm assuming you just cut a hole down the top of the old turkey leg and shove some mac is. and That's cheese That's where the in bone it. is. Well, then maybe they take the bone out. Well, no, the bone's there. Leg. The picture of the bone is point, there. And I don't know how to argue it. So <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but. <laughs> I'm not sure how to argue with that because that is, it's a pretty good point. It's not a leg. It's if just you take they got a bunch of like it. fancy. Like turkey meat. They have a bunch of like fancy baked potato things going on as well. Well, um, they always have those. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I love the garden. We, oh, we, yeah. we do love the do it garden. for the gram at the garden, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I went to the Arboretum last week. If you listened to the show, you would have heard all of my stories. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to get our listeners off, you know? Get us a sponsor or two in here. <laughs> it's not going to be for me. Are you going to sponsor us? Thank you. Yeah. Live, in-person sponsorship right now. She just handed me $30 cash. Everyone look at it. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't. <laughs> All right. There was no money exchanges on the show. 
Yeah, there's not. <laughs> just want to get that clear. We are I not, wish there was. I could use thirty dollars. Yeah, we are not trying to get our college um revoked. So can so. you? Can you? Does that get you yeah. revoked? Yep. So okay. We did well, not no, we didn't know. exchange any money. All right, and that's the end of peace talks. If y'all love and appreciate us, you can follow us YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, wherever else you get podcasts. And if you want to follow us for social media stuff, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the Peace Times, right. and, we're, and we're out. Peace out.